are listening to Move With Radiance, a podcast all about helping you release who you should be so you can step into who you really are. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to live our biggest, brightest lives. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday. Welcome to Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie. Thank you for being here. I know I say it every single week, but seriously, I want you to know how grateful I am for you that you are here with me. And I need you to know how much I love you and appreciate you. And I see you. So thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here. (laughs) How are you? What is going on in your corner of the world? I have so many things that I want to talk about but can't quite talk about yet. There's This year is not the year that I was expecting. (laughs) I don't think, I think a lot of us feel this way. And the next couple of months just sort of add to this like, oh, did not foresee this happening in 2020. Well... Maybe a tiny bit, weirdly enough, when I look at my vision board, I kind of put some things on there that I'm like, eh, maybe this could happen. That would be nice. And now it's, I think they're going to happen and it's kind of crazy. So not quite ready to talk about it yet. We're still figuring out some details over here, but some big changes coming, (laughs) some exciting things coming in my personal space. So yeah, we will talk more about that, but just know things are moving around over here. And of course, there's always some exciting stuff happening over here in terms of the the stuff that I'm creating for you. So always keep an eye out for that. And I'll start and end this podcast. I'll hopefully remember to, to remind you at the end, but let me know what you want more of. <laughs> what content, what trainings, what episodes like what are you craving right now what would you like me to create what topics are you hoping to learn more about I want to know all of the things so send me an email send me a dm on instagram let me know what it is that you want me to create for you and I will do it that's what I'm here for so let me know and I'll hopefully remember to remind you at the end of this episode to come over and say hi and and send me all of your your thoughts and ideas and feedback and all those things because I I appreciate it and I want to make sure that what I'm putting out is helping you. So let me know. What are we talking about today? (laughs) If you are listening to this episode the day that it comes out and you follow me on Instagram, you've probably noticed that this week there's an underlying theme of expectations. (laughs) And I love talking about expectations because one, not only were they they like living by expectations, that was such a huge part of my story and such a big causer of just guilt and shame and stress and frustration in my life. But I'm also seeing this come up in my conversations, in my DMs with you, in the conversations that I'm having with my worthiness formula clients. It's just expectations can be so sneaky. And if we're not aware of them, 
they can just cause so much extra stress and frustration and guilt and all of that in our lives. And so I really wanted to take the time, not only this week on the gram, but also in in my podcast, Move With Radiance, to break down expectations. And I titled this, you know, four ways to help you remove the pressure because again, expectations are huge in causing that extra pressure and stress and frustration and guilt and all of those things in our lives. And so I wanted to share four steps that we can take to one, unearth the expectations that we are living by, and then two, how to start removing them because that's going to make a huge difference in the way that we show up and it's going to allow us to get closer and closer to living out our true, truest selves from living out, like last week I talked about our higher self, from really living in alignment with that. And if we pick apart and remove some of these expectations, then it, we're, it's just going to help us get closer to that. So I wanted to talk about what that looks like today. I'll first, I'll first share a little story <laughs> because this topic really, I, I got really excited about writing about this in particular and talking about this in particular based on an experience that I had recently. So a couple of weeks ago, I was mountain biking with a group of, of friends and we were practicing social distancing, <laughs> BTW, BTW, I haven't said that in a long time. And we were uh, biking and uh, something popped up on my screen. I'm regathering my thoughts. (laughs) We were biking. And as you, if you listened to my story, my recent release of the, this, um, I did a podcast episode on my story. I know I've talked about my story a lot in, in previous episodes before. So if you've been following me for a bit, you know this, but just in case you're recently new, hello, hello. I will just remind you here that a big part of my story, my identity and my worth was really derived from my ability to my athletic abilities. And I was a big endurance athlete for a lot of years. And the goals of me being an endurance athlete, which I later uncovered was there was, I always felt like I had this need to prove and my enoughness and my worth was so heavily derived in performance and success in how well I did, how good I was and all those things. And so being an athlete was a really easy way for me to try and get that worth proven in some way. Like there was a very measurable outcome for me. And I obviously within the past few years have uncovered those things and released that part of me. And I no longer have this like urge to race anymore. (laughs) My movement is, has been really formed around my love for nature and my love for the outdoors. And mountain biking has been one of those recent sports that I picked up that really centers that and allows me to feel that joy and fulfillment through moving my body and being in nature. And when I was riding with this group, I I had been used to riding with just Eric, my boyfriend, or by myself. And I can choose my pace. I can do what I want. Like it's very simple. And when I was with this group of people, 
the pace was very different. (laughs) And before I knew it, I had fell to the way back. And when I say way back, I mean like I couldn't even see them anymore. Like I was way back. (laughs) And without even thinking, and this is why I say expectations are sneaky because if we're not paying attention, they will creep up. Without even thinking about it, immediately my body was like, oh, we got to go faster. We got to push. And so I found myself trying to keep up and I was totally out of breath. (laughs) I wasn't, my joy for the experience, I realized quickly turned into like frustration and like uh, totally not in the moment. And I I was doing this for a hot minute. Like, okay, gotta go fast, gotta go fast. And after, I wouldn't even say it was half the ride, but I would say a good chunk of the ride I was doing this and all of a sudden it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute, who says that I have to go fast? Who says? Why do I have to push myself? Whose expectations are these? (laughs) And that is like that realization and that understanding immediately allowed me to shift it and drop it and go back into my why of why I love to mountain bike and got me into that place of, letting go of frustration into a place of fulfillment and joy and, and enjoyment again. And, and this is, this is exactly why I want to talk about expectations because they can be so sneaky and we can find ourselves in a place of frustration when we could be enjoying the moment, when we could be in a different state. So I wanted to talk about the four steps that we can take in basically that process that I just did. And for me, it's a little bit quicker because I've been really doing this work for a long time. So just know that if this doesn't happen for you right away, or if it's not as a quick shift, it's okay. Be patient with yourself and just keep showing up. I heard this, Ooh, hiccup. I heard this quote recently, and this is again, something that I remind my worthiness formula clients of a lot (laughs) is because there is this, this, I think sometimes, especially if you're here, especially if you identify with uh, this whole perfectionism, people-pleasing, high-expectation world, sometimes we will place an expectation on ourselves that the work needs to be done a certain way, that our personal development needs to be done a certain way, that it has to be perfect, or that there has to be a specific measurable outcome every single time we implement something. And to that, I always say, that is not your business. Our bodies, when we are learning these tools, takes the time that they need to adopt and fully understand these concepts. And so solely by showing up and creating the space for yourself to get curious and to become aware, that is enough. You are doing the work simply by showing up, simply by creating that awareness, simply by being curious. And so I invite you to try to remove those expectations of needing it to look a certain way and just allowing yourself to have that process. And if there's one thing that, that you do in all of this is just keep showing up, just keep showing up. And that's it. That's it. Easy peasy. Remove all that pressure. You're doing just fine. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. So I want to start off by saying that first because it can be so easy to make ourselves feel a certain way because we're not meeting an expectation. (laughs) 
And this is, before we dive into, I I also want to mention the reason why so many of us feel guilt or shame or frustration or beat ourselves up about something is because we have expectations, is because we're holding ourselves to a certain standard. And when we don't, when we're not meeting those, that's when it can turn into this downward spiral of I'm not enough. I can't do this. Why can't I do this? Um, I suck. I should be this way. I should, 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 should. Right? The, that trickle of, of effects, that trickle of, of uh, thoughts comes from an expectation, typically, not always, but most of the time it comes from a, an expectation that we are holding. And I guess that's the first step is identify the thoughts and the expectation that the, the, the thoughts that altered your emotional state. So if you are doing something and all of a sudden you're like, man, I should have done this. I should have done this. Or why isn't it this way? Or I could have done better and blah, 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 blah. When all of those things start trickling in, get curious about what is causing that. What expectation are you holding yourself to? And usually those show up in the form of should. And so in my example above, the expectation that I was holding myself to was you should be faster. Why aren't you faster than this? Like, what are we doing here? You should be faster. You should be pushing yourself. Like you, you shouldn't be falling so far behind. That was the expectation I was holding myself to. So get curious. We have to create the awareness. We have to understand what the expectations are before we can shift them, before we can start shifting these negative thoughts that we are having. We have to know what caused it. So get curious about what that expectation is. Identify that and write it down. And try one at a time. We don't need to change all of the expectations that we have. That's where, when we dive too much into that and we, again, create an expectation that we need to change all of our expectations, that's what's going to cause like all of this stress. So pick one, pick one that you feel shows up the most for you and start there. Then get curious, get curious, right? These are the two main things I talk about all the time, create awareness and get curious. Those two things are going to give you so much information to work with. Expectations, again, are typically created out of a fear or they were someone else's belief or story or expectation that we picked up and adopted as our own. So ask yourself, whose expectation is this and why is this expectation here? Why is this expectation here? Whose is this? And just know that if it feels like yours, that's okay. It was probably developed from some sort of fear. Usually the things that we do in our life have some sort of reason for it. 
we either had an uncomfortable experience when we were younger and we want to learn to avoid that moving forward. And so we create an expectation. It could come from a deep-seated belief that we have about ourselves and that deep-seated belief is driving the bus. And so if we at the core don't feel like we're enough, we're going to have all of these expectations that are trying to prove like, or we're, we're trying to prove to ourselves like, okay, well, if I do all of these things, then I will be enough. And we're putting, uh, the, are, we're placing our enoughness and our worth in our external world. And, and again, like in our, like the certain things that we do in our lives. And so the expectations are formed from that. So just know that if it feels like your own, that's Okay but also know that you can shift it and that you also have the power to change it. So I want to throw that in there too. But get curious. For me, my expectation of we need to go faster came from my old story of not being good enough. That fear of like, oh, they're not going to think I'm a good athlete. They're going to think I like really lost it and like wow what happened to her she's super slow now like ooh. and that was going to confirm this like oh you're not enough like that's where that was coming from and that's when we get to say oh okay I'm recognizing that this is coming from a fearful part of me something that I thought I needed to prove but I don't need to prove that I know that I'm enough I know that it doesn't matter who the fuck thinks I'm a good athlete or not? This is my life. This is my experience. I'm going to validate the fact that I'm enough. And then I'm going to ask myself, how do I want to enjoy this experience? Because this is my experience and my life. And it doesn't matter what all these other people think. I'm not going to ruin my day to try and keep up with them just so that I can prove something that is not true in the first place. Right, So get curious. Ask, where is this coming from? Whose is this? Maybe this was an expectation that you picked up from family or friends or an old teacher. Those can still linger there or a boss. Get curious about whose it is and then ask, like, can I start to let go of this? And that's the final piece is... We have a decision in whether or not we want to live by these expectations. We have a choice to release the ones that do not serve us. And so the first step in being able to do this, besides identifying the expectation, is then getting curious about the other side. How would I show up to this situation if this expectation was removed? How can I enjoy this experience? How can I be more present in this experience? How can I be more in alignment with my higher self? If this, like, how can I do all of those things without this expectation? What would that look like? Get curious about it. What would I do if I didn't have to live up to this, to this expectation? So in my example, if that was removed, if I didn't have to go faster, if I didn't have to prove anything, I would bike slower. <laughs> I would enjoy being in nature. I wouldn't push myself. For me, that is what I knew would bring me more enjoyment because that was the reason why I started biking in the first place. 
wasn't to prove anything. It was to, to be in nature and move my body and feel connected to myself, feel connected to the earth, feel connected to the, the mountains and the nature and the, the breeze and, and just allowing myself to have this moment of slowing down in a life where it can be go, go, go. This was my moment to slow down and reconnect and be excited and enjoy the moment. And by trying to push myself to prove something, that was taking away from the original reason as to why I was doing that. So I would bike slower. So get curious about what you would do if that expectation would re- was removed. And here's, this is something I really want to make a big distinction about or with or whatever. I want to talk about this. I think sometimes we can get into a place when we're starting to get curious about this stuff and we'll look at like, for example, creating a to-do list or being organized or, um, being like, like, like wanting to do a good job, (laughs) We can look at those things and then say, well, am I not supposed to do those things anymore? Because if like my expectations are telling me to do a good job and all this kind of stuff. So if, does that mean I'm, I am just going to then suck at my job or not show up or be disorganized? No, (laughs) here's the distinction. We want to again, understand the intention behind the actions that we're doing. If the things that we're doing in our lives, staying organized, uh, performing at work, doing a good job in whatever this looks like, right? If our performance or um, trying to be organized, all this kind of stuff, creating structure, creating a schedule. If all of that is being der- der- derived from a place of I'm not enough, so I must do all of these things because when I do all of these things, then I will be enough. That's where it gets sticky. That's where it can get overwhelming. That's where it gets frustrating. That's where the shame and guilt comes in. But if you look at it from the other side, because having those skills, that's so amazing and so beneficial. And like our brain can be such a beautiful tool. It's such a, such a necessary part of life. And if so, if we take it to the other side where it's like, okay, I know I'm enough always, but it brings me a lot of joy to serve my clients, to perform really well at work, to be organized. That gives me a sense of just like, oh, okay, I can see everything. I know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. But even if this stuff wasn't here, I know I would be enough. I don't need to do these things for my worth. That's the intention behind the action. That's where we get to then start to unpack because if we're on the other side of it, if, we're, if everything we do is because we don't think we're enough and we need to do all the things to be enough, that's where the chase is always going to be. We will never feel enough, no matter how organized we are, no matter how well we do at work, no matter how fast we go on our bikes, that will never prove our enoughness because we have to be the ones to do that work. So I don't want to confuse you in well, I have to be disorganized now. No, but let's understand why there's a need there. 
and what we think being organized is going to do for us. That, that intention is so important. And so then, kind of backing up, coming to the, that was the third point in releasing it. Allow ourselves to release it. Get curious. What would this look like if the expectation was removed? And then the final piece is revisit the, ex, the, revisit the experience with the removed expectations. So for me, I slowed down. <laughs> Expectations gone. Pressure gone. Being in my moment. And again, if that feels difficult, that feels scary, if you feel like, I'm not sure I can do that, it's okay. Baby steps. Maybe the next time you have that same experience, you just get curious and you think about it and you remember all of the work that you've done around it. Even if you don't take action. Come back from that experience, look at it and say, okay, so what would I have done differently there? Okay, next time maybe I'll try one thing. Maybe I'll try and show up with that expectation removed. Baby steps, little tiny baby steps. (laughs) One thing at a time. As long as you're curious and you're aware and you are aware of the things that are going on, that's going to be so much more information than just operating from default. So give yourself some credit, give yourself time, give yourself space, allow it to be a moment by moment thing. And just know that the more you show up, the more curious you get, the more awareness you create, the more change you'll start to see over time. One day it'll click and you'll be like, oh, got it. (laughs) I had a client have that experience recently. She's like, oh, I get why we talked about all this stuff in week one. Now it makes sense. (laughs) And it's so exciting, but that's what happens when we give ourselves the space.